Good day, good afternoon, good whenever it is you are listening to this. Thank you very much for listening to this. You are checking out yet another Woke and Baked. And today my guest is Curtis Hembroff. He sits down with Jake and I to tell us everything that's been going on in his life. Well, not everything. It's it's pretty heavily edited. And once you start to listen to it, you kind of understand why. I have never spent this much time editing a podcast. And all I can say is, I hope I did my best, and I hope that nobody feels slighted. That being said, I always include links in the description, and so, as always, be sure to check out the links in the description for a better understanding of everything we talk about. If we touch on a subject, there's a really good chance that there's a link to it in the description, whether it's Elon Musk, whether it's uh, Luther Campbell, whether it's... Uh, the Pretoria episode of Family Guy, links are in the description, all right? Links are in the description for a lot of this, including uh, Curtis's GoFundMe, uh, the Knightsy for Change website, and much, much more. So be sure to check out the links in the description. And I've never, ever once given a disclaimer on this podcast. Well, maybe I have. Maybe that's not true. Maybe I have, in fact given a disclaimer or two on this podcast, but I don't remember it. So here is my very best disclaimer. All opinions expressed on this program are solely those of the person making the statements or expressing the opinion. They do not reflect the opinions of Woken Baked Entertainment, the hosts, or even necessarily the guests themselves. Everything is said for entertainment purposes, and nothing should be taken seriously. But in, the, in a really real way, maybe less things should be taken seriously, and then that'll help us get to where we actually want to be, rather than where we are right now. Because most of us want to be someplace else. We're just probably figuring out the roadmap to get to where it is that we actually want to be. So, figure out where you want to go, and then go. Then, then do that thing that'll get you there. All right, folks, thanks for checking out the podcast. I want to thank our guest, Curtis Hembroff. I want to thank Jake Thompson for helping me out on this one. If, you, uh, if you're interested in what Curtis is talking about, be sure to check out the links in the description for more information. All right, I'll talk to you all soon. Have a great one. If you pay the rent, you can drink out of the milk carton. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Like, I bought the milk. Like, I shouldn't have to put my name on it. If your name's it's on assumed. the bill. It's assumed. <laughs> yeah. If I go to your house and I see the carton of milk, I'm going to assume your mouth is all over it. Yeah. I feel like when my kids make snacks, like when they make cookies, it's the same thing as well. Like, if you're, unless your name's on, on a bill and my name is Bill, uh, I immediately, if there's a dozen of them off top, three. It's, it's a live in my house tax. <laughs> like, and, and as I get older and my kids get older, they start getting you know, more productive and, and like making snacks. So now it's like I'm, I've got a plethora of, uh, of, of treats that my kids have made that I've just started taxing. I've actually, I've got a surplus of, uh, of kids' cookies in my freezers. That's not true. Yeah, train them up. Get them trained to make what you like. <laughs> got them in little plastic baggies and ice coolers. <laughs> You've got Keep... them bringing in snow all the time. <laughs> Keeping them fresh. Keeping yeah. them cool. Yeah. Learning about our child, about our children's stuff, whatever, having my child recently. Giving them chores or tasks 
is better than like time out or taking things away. Yeah. So maybe it's about like, you know, giving them, you need to make me more treats. Yes. You messed up today. I need 12 cookies. It's a 12 cookie day. Yeah. Apple pie, if you don't get going now. So is, no, is this your first child? It is our first. Excuse <laughs> me. Yeah. Baby Curtis. It's our first. He's, he's growing like a weed. How was pregnancy food? Because that's like um, the one thing I miss. We spent the first few months at uh, Posada Margarita in Tulu, Mexico, on the beach, an Italian spot. So the first three months, it's vegan too. First three months uh, of Chris's pregnancy, she was there just grubbing. Like it was uh, like fruits and yogurt, uh, maybe not totally vegan. Fruits, yogurt, berries kind of breakfast, maybe some mm. eggs, and then like uh, super original Italian food, some old, uh, not some old, some awesome Italian dude, ran the spice, purple belt. Um, and then we came back to America, starting in Texas. So she went from like pasta, vegan, um, Italian, really light, yeah. you know, olive oil type stuff, to Texas. <laughs> and it was like fucking barbecue, Wing, I'm not wings, it's tacos, just everything Austin. Um, so that's that's one of the real like uh, uh, baby making, like uh, on her end began. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Starting Austin, I think that is when the, the weight. Sorry, babe, when the weight. Yeah. The, the, the weight gain initiated, and then we drove to Alaska. It was all the baby. Drove to Alaska. Um, you know, I took a job up here, drove to Alaska, and that was you know a road trip. I put on, I put on twenty pounds. Oh my coming gosh. up here. You no, know I got huge for like my like first child because there were things like it's a radish with peanut butter and a pineapple on it, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I'll try that. And then it's like this that was, was amazing. Huh? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, the, the pregnancy the pregnancy food is good, man. Like uh, eating for three or four, I, yeah. I would use that excuse as well. Ladies, don't make your men fat. Yeah. That's on you. And don't let your children grow up to be cowboys, apparently. That's <laughs> yeah. another, another thing that you shouldn't let them do. Or whatever the modern quote Save is. a horse, though. Yeah. Yeah. So we're here. So we are here. So this is how you got here. You, 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 you took you a road trip. trip. Yeah, you know, you I was, brought your family I'll be honest with you, man. I'll be honest with you. I was in, in Mexico, and I was thinking about how great my life was. You know, we jumped out. We jumped out of Texas before the lockdown. You know, I'm hanging out at the beach. I'm doing jujitsu still, eating amazing food, and and my life in Texas was awesome. You know, doing jujitsu all day, hanging out with my friends, and I fucking felt so guilty. I just started thinking, oh yeah, what a piece of shit I am. You know, I could be in Alaska helping my family, helping uh, my tribe. I have all these skills. I got a degree. I've had great mentors these last few years. Um, and I'm filming chicks doing jujitsu. Yeah, you're like enjoying life, the life you only get to live once. <laughs> yeah, and, and I, I, and I um, in that fucking crazy time that we were all in during mm -hmm. the lockdown, uh, I made some huge life decisions, which probably not the best move under duress, under, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so I contacted uh, the tribe and started uh, you know, letting them know that, hey, man, I want to help out. What can I do? I have, you know, a degree. I have a lot of experience. I've been working here at Onnit the last five years, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and took a job as the uh, Tribal Employment Rights Ordinance uh, Manager Officer of that department, a whole independent department at Knightsy Indian Tribe. What does that do? That's the terror position. Yeah, it's kind of like, um, 
to ensure that tribal members receive preferential treatment in all areas of employment. So from the beginning of receiving an application to the interview, to the hiring process, to all training offerings, to all raise opportunities, promotions, et cetera, even in layoffs, if there's a layoff scenario where we gotta pick between Jake and myself, Jake, I'm sorry, I'm the tribal member, I get preference given the situation. So that's that's kind of what it was. Also making sure that you know tribal members are being paid equally. You know, that they're not getting shafted because they didn't negotiate or they're they're or just because they're they're naive of the situation. And then if we have a project, like we hire someone to build something, we could say, hey, uh, you know, you're, you're getting this, this, this job from us. You know, we want to place two or three tribal members on this job. You know, we're going to be building a $10 million project. We want two people working there, that kind of thing. So the, the, the tarot job was just to, inf to ensure that we <clears throat> uh, ex exercise our full rights in terms of employment for all tribal members. Good program good things for us. In a way, it's racist. In a way, it's like super affirmative action, but they're a sovereign group of people. They're an independent group of people. So they have their right by, by, by sovereignty, through the, through the sovereignty itself, it gives you the right to have that preference. We can say, we prefer Americans in American companies. Actually, I guess we don't anymore. I heard Elon had some trouble with that. Yeah, Elon, Elon ran into yeah, yeah. some issue with, uh, with hiring, hiring, hiring too, too many, many Americans. Not Americans. Um, <laughs> or hiring too many Americans. Hired yeah. too many Americans and... Uh, I've done that before. We've all done that. You know, one American is too many. So yeah, I get, I get back here in Alaska and my wife, I convinced her in, in Mexico. I'm like, babe, I know you love your life. I know you uh, have all your friends here in Texas. And you know, you're doing really well in jiu-jitsu. Our school's doing awesome. But um, there's this group of people in Alaska that I really care about. Uh, my family's up there. It'd be great to have you know our child grow up in the tribe, part of the tribe, that kind of thing. So she bought in, man. So, so you did the thing where you're like, hey, baby, <laughs> everything here is wonderful. We have everything going wonderfully for us. There's We're no about to have this baby. I mean, at least we won't be cold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like it's like all of our wishes have come true, but it's just not enough. Like I want to go to Alaska again, live on Pine Street. I told you that I felt I felt guilty, and I felt like I wasn't uh, I hadn't given back enough. It was just like. You have everything you want. I'm going to take it away now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or just you know blow it. And, yeah. Uh, basically, that's kind of what it felt like. It feels like in my life right now, like I, like I blew it. Like I, like I, uh, you know. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I don't think. Yeah, there's part of me that feels yeah. that way. You know what I'm saying? Like where uh, um, you made the wrong decision on Ripple, or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just made a bad, a bad play, a bad bet. Um, you can always bounce back, um, but it's better than doubling down and making it worse and worse and worse. And, I, and to some extent, maybe I did make it worse because I, uh, you know, I got, I was there for a couple weeks. I found out they weren't paying some people uh, hazard pay. Like we, you and I could both be working there, doing the same job. But if I was new and I didn't know about it, they wouldn't pay me this extra ten dollars per hour uh, per the executive director. And when I found out about it, I made like a small inquiry to it and was told basically, 
uh, no, that's how it's gonna be. And then they told me I had uh, to wear a mask at my desk. And I was kind of like, well, hey man, that's not cool if I'm not getting the, the hazard pay. Yeah. So I'm gonna do an informal complaint about this. As soon as I sent the informal complaint in, within 45 minutes, my job status was changed to non-essential. You're no longer essential. Only after being like working there six weeks. And then shortly thereafter, I was fired with a three-page termination letter saying what a bad employee I was. So uh, many people reached out to me. You fell victim to what happens to everybody there. You pissed off the wrong people. You put a target on your back. You mm -hmm. got taken out, essentially. Um, so I started a petition uh, that did surprisingly well. The petition had more signatures than you know, a typical travel council member would get votes. And that petition and the accompanying memes, I'll be completely forthcoming, which were hilarious <laughs> and, and true <laughs> for the walls and well within my rights. And um, if you look into Larry Flint and um, rest in peace, along with Rush Limbaugh, um, you'll find that defamation is a very hard thing to prove. Uh, Luther Campbell as well um, fought for the right uh, for parody to do parody yeah. um, with uh, the, like, the Pretty Woman uh, that went to the Supreme Court and they said that you have the right uh, to to make a parody of, of anything you want. You can use these things if it's clearly a parody. Totally. Then it's clearly a parody. If I don't believe that this person is actually a dragon. Exactly. Or Skeletor. Or a little tiny baby. Um, oh, really? <laughs> I mean, despite their own nickname well, being there. I gotta I mean, change all my like... questions now. <laughs> <laughs> so essentially, yeah, I, I, I targeted a few specific council members and a few specific actions by those council members, which are basically public information. And the things that I said aren't lies. They're easily, look up, you can look it up. It's about this guy and what he did. And what else? And, and despite that, the tribe is saying I defamed the entire tribe. And it's kind of like, no, I picked on a specific person who kicked, who, one of the, I don't know if you guys realize, I got kicked out of the tribe. I'm banished from Clancy Indian tribe. You're officially? Officially banished, basically, yeah. There's some people that need to be uh, removed, and we are working on it as we speak. So it's it sounds like you were doing your job. 100%. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. and I, I've always found that doing my job has never gotten me anywhere. <laughs> but the, um... Fucked up right there. Number <laughs> yeah. one, number one. Yeah. Three. No, you gotta come in at like 60%. That way, like, if and that's that's what I've heard. People <laughs> said, you know, why don't you just shut up and take the money? And it's just not my style, man. Just no, not the, my the, style. You know, well, it's like you know, it's like sparring. Everyone goes at 30%, but you really go 35. You yeah, know? Yeah, I know that. I know that goes. You're gonna roll light. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my elbow hurts. No, um, uh, yeah, so th this is actually interesting because where I, and I'm sure you've come across this, where I would be concerned is you're basically facing an endless amount of money. Yeah. An endless yeah. amount of resources. It's like Russia. It's like Russia is suing me. Yeah. It's a, it's a sovereign nation suing a U.S. citizen for defamation. Yeah. For free, again, trying to, uh, to oppress their free, free speech. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Endless yeah. money. Endless yeah. money, yeah. And so what I like, I like, I mean, I don't know your financial situation or anything like that. I'm going to guess it's not Endless. Even close, <laughs> but um, so like, what do you like? What do you do? How do you battle this? You don't, man. That's what they want. That's why I have multiple lawsuits coming at me. So they they can attempt to just totally drain me forever. 
you know what I'm saying? And, and it's, there is a finite amount of money, yeah. and it does belong to somebody. It belongs to the people of the Kanaiti Indian tribe. And I would suspect there it's in excess of 200000 now in litigation against me, well over that. Uh, money that could be used for our elders, our youth, etc. And I think they'll go well into the millions if this continues. And that's, it doesn't look like it's going to go, not going to slow down. It's going to keep happening. Mm -hmm. uh, I offered a settlement from the beginning. Uh, every point in this whole process, I've said, let's settle this at the lowest level possible. Back when I made my first request for hazard pay. Mm -hmm. I said, hey, can we solve this? No. Okay, next level, next level, next level. Now we're at litigation. And even before litigation, I was like, hey, all I want is a retraction of my termination letter, which you all know is bullshit. Just take that back. Don't set me up for future failure by saying I sucked when you know I was fantastic. You know I did a good job. Um, that's my biggest beef with it. It's like if, you, if I got, if you're gonna fire me, well, that's one thing, but if you're gonna say I sucked, that's a lie. Yeah. You know, take that back. That was too much for them to ask. So I pushed back on them and they've escalated to lawsuit. They've also denied my request for um, this conversation in their own courts. So they don't want to. They don't want to have this conversation in their own court because that won't cost me any money. They want to use the state court. By the way, that's my favorite part yeah. of yes. all of this. That is it's the way like, of I the bullshit. You, you can't sue me. You, I can do whatever I want. I can wrong you. You have absolutely no fucking recourse because we're a sovereign nation. So uh, it's hysterical. Yeah. It's like Pretoria. It's like that episode of <laughs> Family Guy. Uh, where Peter finds out that his house is a sovereign nation and he's got, you know, like, immunity. So he's, like, like peeing in the park and, you know, doing <laughs> Peter Griffin shit. Um, but this is, this is, the, the fucked up thing is this is your actual life. Yeah, it's funny, but it's happening to me. And if it can happen to me, though, it could happen to anybody. So if they can... Well, I'm not sue yeah, but if you defame them, <laughs> oh, ooh, you know they're not suing me because of their, they're not suing me as a tribal member. They're suing me as a U.S. citizen. Oh yeah, that's a great point. You know what I'm saying? If they were, yeah. if it was a tribal member, I'd be in tribal court. We'd be having a tribal court conversation. But they're basically suing a U.S. citizen, saying he said something which I didn't about the Kanaiti Indian tribe. I've praised the Kanaiti Indian tribe throughout my life. Google Curtis Hembroff. And you'll see, Kanaiti Indian tribe member. I proudly recognize my tribe throughout my fucking entire life in every opportunity I've had. Google Don Nelson. See what you find. Ooh, she would hate that. It's, it's just nothing. You find nothing but a petition for her termination. That's because the reality is she hasn't done anything significant enough to, to Google. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's... um. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm upset. No, it's okay. That's, I want you to be upset. Um, I think there, there are things that will allow you to be upset. And this, yeah. this, the situation that you're but, in. Yeah, sovereign nation, I can't sue them. And then ironically, uh, That's what I was Nelson's even claiming sovereignty herself, not as a, because she's not a tribal member. She's just the executive director of the tribe. Non-tribal member, executive director. Claiming sovereignty because she works at a sovereign nation. So her, the things that she does as an employee of a sovereign nation aren't subject to the laws out here, I guess. So, well, is that like a, like a soldier is, cannot, I don't know. Well, um, like you're like an ambassador? Yeah. You are that dude, like you can't get in trouble for things that you did. Well, you, have a so, you have a sovereign immunity that you have because of your job. 
Um, well, that's what I was wondering. Like, if I worked, in, okay, so if I was one of those guys that go over to Russia and I work in the oil field for like a month every, you know, you know, take two weeks off, go over to Russia for a month, does that mean like I can't be sued? I don't know. Because I might need to grab this job because there's a lot of irons in the fire that but get me in trouble. It does mean Russia could sue you here in U.S. court. You just couldn't sue them back. <laughs> yes, because they're a sovereign yeah. nation. That, Sorry, buddy, go fuck yourself. That was my. That actually was what my. If, what if Kanaisi just started suing everybody? It was I think they, like fuck you. You can't sue me back. Why? Yeah, I would. <laughs> if you, like, you'd be like, did you smile at me? Bill, I really didn't like that. You drove yes. by. You you drove by me and smiled. How dare you? Threat, threat to public safety. <laughs> it's a very racist smile, too. Yeah. Like you see Kanaitsi. It's a smile that kills you. You brought me here to mock me, didn't you? <laughs> you brought me here to make fun of me and use me at your expense. To profiteer off me. Exploit me. You want my scalp? Should, well, I, just cut, should I just scrape my fucking scalp off for you, Bill? Well, it's a good <laughs> thing... It's a good thing there's not a tarot officer in place to ensure <laughs> of safety uh, here. Man, you gotta laugh. You gotta it's, laugh. A bit irony. It's everything about this sucks. Like, and and I and no, everyone knows it sucks. I can't tell me tribal members. Tell me, I work there. I can't say shit. My cousin works there. I can't say shit. It's been like this for too long. Something's gotta change. But I'm so sorry. I can't publicly do anything because they'll attack me, I'll be the next one to get retaliated against. There is one good thing about this. It's not happening to me. Yes. But <laughs> you have fall, fallen victim to Wayne Wilson yourself. Oh. So don't, don't deny that you haven't. <laughs> Segway. Dun, 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 dun. I so. thought the picture, I thought the meme was good. Yeah. <laughs> then we could make another meme. <laughs> if you were to make a meme of Wayne Wilson... <laughs> What would the meme of Wayne Wilson be? Uh, so my dad always had a nickname for him. Wiener? Wiener. Yes. For Wayne Wilson. Yeah. Your dad had the nickname Wiener Wayne. for Wayne Wilson. No, it was just Wiener. <laughs> and why would he call him that? Um, you know, I never asked. <laughs> you don't want to ask soon. <laughs> So, so well, I is there any way you get back? Like, well, you, yeah, is there a roadmap for that? Is there um, a... the roadmap is, is <coughs> um, and, and there there is a, a success point in this whole thing, and that is light is being shined on the rats. You know what I'm saying? It's being shined in the corners and it's being exposed. And what people always knew was there is being more made more and more public, and it's not being something that they could deny so easily you know what i'm saying yeah. well, uh, and and because of that there's a movement to elect a new council and wayne wilson's seat and a few other seats are up for re-election so i i see this is a pivotal moment for kanaitsi to return the tribe back to the people and take it back from uh, a small group of people who have basically mobilized the whole thing for themselves and it's so obvious in the lawsuit against me they're leveraging the entire tribe's equity against an individual mm -hmm. who question their operations when they should be answering the questions about the operations. Well, I definitely think you're, you're a threat to these people's being elected. And if they, what I'm trying to figure out is how do you go from martyr status to like, like we'll take the Jesus story. Like Jesus was a cool dude. 
um, gets killed. You're a cool dude. You get like take a bunch of arrows. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How do we go from like the um, from like hey you're you're making I, a great. I'm just trying not to make it a slow death. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that's that's why I'm here. You know, not being quiet about it. That was kind of the conversation that you know some people have advised me to do is just you know be quiet and let the lawyers handle it. And that would have been twenty thousand dollars a month for an unknown amount of time, yeah. and it would have drained the finances of my family. And that would have been the intention of the Kennedy Council and mm -hmm. Nelson, not necessarily to win the case, but to just basically bury me. Yeah. Um, and bury me in silence. So. Um, I'm not going to die slowly, and I'm going to be outspoken, and I'm going to continue the, the, the mission that I came here to do, and that's to give back to my people and provide jujitsu. And if I have to give back to my people by burning down a decaying, putrefied, decrepit castle or piece of shit building on, in Kenai, then that's what we'll do. And I don't mean that literally, so don't call, take that as a call to action. Um, I mean that figuratively in every single way of the, of the, of the word. Um, I mean that, that we need to change Kanaiti from within and we need to return Kanaiti to serving its people, not serving an elite few. Do you keep, um, do you, I like, do you look for potentially, I guess what I'm looking for is the end product is do you want like a whole different tribe? Do you want back to the tribe? Do you want, you know? In an ideal world. Yeah. I want the promises made kept. And what's been made promises are that we're gonna take care of our elders that hasn't been kept. We've never created an elder center. Um, we've promised to do more for our youth. And that promise became a $10 million check to Blazy Construction. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just, it's a mismanagement of our future um, in a way that lines the pockets of the wrong people. So I see a tribe that's much more transparent, that has, in this day and age, you know, of internet, social media, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? We could be way more involved with, oh, yeah. with each other. We could have way more tribal member involvement and communication, and everyone can vote with the push of a button. But it's intentionally uh, compartmentalized and intentionally kept in an archaic state because the, the power structure remains that way. You know what I'm saying? So I, I want to modernize the tribe in terms of communication, modernize the tribe in terms of, of uh, and, and that's not necessarily modernizing, it's returning the tribe to the nature of what a tribe would be. In a tribe, years ago, we'd all be together around each other and be able to communicate about things. Right now, they have like closed door communication no one gets to know what's going on and a few people make all the decisions. Um, so, and then those same people appoint themselves. So you have, you, have, you have a council and you have committees, right? The committees are supposed to report to the council. And what the council does is appoint itself to the committees. Why? It gets more checks that way. A council member can collect another check if it's on a committee. And instead of the, the council member just not showing up to the committee, it, it controls the committee. So instead of the committee being an advisory to the council, the council becomes an advisory to committees. You know what I'm saying? And the committee, yeah. So, the, so there's just a, there's a, a lack of, of, of structure. The power is not, what's the word I'm looking for? 
The vision of power. I, well, I want to, I, I, there seems to be a lack of transparency. That, that's the, big, the hugest thing. Yeah, exactly. You have a council that appoints the judges. Uh, and so if you go to tribal court and it's against a council member, he appointed the judge. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's the separation of the power isn't there. Yeah. Now, so you needed to get to the level in which you could start appointing people before you spoke up. So this is this one's on you. I'm sorry. You need to get to a point where like uh, uh, people aren't afraid to be involved. Yeah. It, it's such a place now where if you do speak up, you get banished. If you do speak up, you get blacklisted. If you speak up too much, your son gets banished. Your son gets blacklisted. You know what I'm saying? So it's a point where people are. It's, it's a culture of fear. Can I see right now? in my opinion, exists in a culture of fear predicated from the top because of the predatory actions of a select few people who, who exist in a life of fear. Wiener lives in fear. He's a fearful, decrepit, decaying, corrupt, putrefied, disgusting person. But how do you really feel? <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> No, I, do you do you have any like recourse in the sense like is there like can you recourse go is is I'm just gonna live a fucking amazing life. Fuck these people. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't care if you're gonna sue me over some bullshit. You know what I said is true. Um, you know I'm gonna come out in the end on top, and I'm gonna have a good time while it's happening. So that's the best recourse is just enjoying my life. Yeah, living a good life. Tell, uh, the haters that suck it. You I know was what I'm and then going on and. Cranking next, cash and checks. Can you? I, I was just wondering, is like, like, is there any? Do you have any sort of options to where, like, like you can declare yourself a sovereign tribe and absorb? Dude, that's a good point, man. Like, what if I was like, you know, basically, I'm a tribal member and I have beef with my tribe. So can I form my own tribe within the tribe and be like, like, yeah, yeah I, I, I like this, bro. I like it, and then start my own constitution. Can yeah. anybody do that? Why's it gotta be me? Like, I mean, can anybody like? Well, you're the one in trouble already. I, the rest of us already seen what happened. So, like, well, I mean, good luck like, to you. That's what it we'll feels. Like. That's what it feels like. I'm getting a lot of good luck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll be saying that back in pretty soon. Like, <laughs> I'll high five you on the sideline. For real, right? For real. Remember when this was the other way around? <laughs> Should have been way nicer. Yeah, and that, when this is the other way around, and, and the Canadian attorneys are actually litigating uh, for something that matters, you know, after some investigative accounting, it'll be it'll be quite the turning of the tables. It'll be interesting. Game of Thrones. I'm glad you made it though. It like it took a long time, but eventually you got yourself kicked out of, you know, <laughs> the, the thing you were born into. Yeah. <laughs> There's a way to get kicked out of a thing you're born into. Yeah, normally it's, like you. It's so, like your parents give give you up when you're 40. Look, if we can run that back just a little bit. Generally speaking, what are some of the things that people would be kicked out of a tribe for? Murder, um, like sexual abuse maybe, like um, shit like that. Nothing. Like what I did is so benign. Um, you know, what I did was point out that, hey, maybe we didn't have terror enforcement on this $10 million project. Maybe we wasted money on this boat. And then who did we even buy it from? Um, did we buy some land for no reason? Those those kinds of questions. I asked these, these kinds of questions. I didn't kill anyone. I didn't 
assault anybody. Look up uh, my criminal record. Who's more uh, a violent risk? The person who practices martial arts all day? Or the, uh, I won't say it, the person with the record. You know, I, I, I'm not, um, I wasn't on labor because of violent activities. I don't have a history of DV. I love my well, life. Well, the day's not over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you don't want to mess with my wife. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> oh, man. She'll, she'll split your guard like a, like a knife. Speaking of that, um, jiu-jitsu, sad to see not more Kanaiti members there. You know, that was one of my goals was to to give jiu-jitsu back to my people. It's one of the most beneficial things uh, you can do for yourself. If not jiu-jitsu, boxing. If not boxing, Muay Thai. If not Muay Thai, uh, anything besides Taekwondo. I'm just joking. But martial <laughs> arts. Film wrestling. Yeah, so you film, yeah, you know, martial arts, um, it may sound like something violent, but it's not. It's, it, it's gonna add a lot of peace to your life and, and make you enjoy things a lot more so. Uh, I'd love to see more Kanaisi people. It sucks that you're uh, scared to be there. I, I know many of you told me that, like, you don't want to be in the pictures, that kind of thing. You don't have to be in the pictures. Just show up, get some rounds. Yeah. Yeah, it's the best thing Best thing you can do for yourself. Kanaisi people, we're supposed to be shredded. Shredded. we got to get off these uh, Western diets, lifestyles, habits. Yeah. Real quick, uh, go over your credentials, because you you actually, when it comes to BJJ, you actually have some really impressive... Uh, I got a first degree under Eddie, uh, Alaska State champ, 2015 weight division champ, suited everybody. Um, opened a bunch of schools. I think that's probably my most, to me, and what I'm most proud of is uh, my 10th final Austin, 10th final San Antonio, Round Rock. Um, the productions we've done, like on invitationals, just my contribution. I'm, I'm proud of what I've put back into jiu-jitsu, um, and I'm proud of what like I've been able to like help my students do and help people do. Um, and that's always just been the, the motto of Eddie Bravo. You know, Eddie Bravo has put me on so much. He's done so much for me, and never asked anything in return. And because of that, I've given as much back to him as I can, and I give as much back as I can to the people. Uh, that are coming up after me, and then so, ankle locked him. Yeah, actually, I've never, Eddie's, <laughs> I've never gotten shit on Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but hell yeah, that's cool. Um, and then up here, man, jujitsu up here for me it was always uh, redemption was always my home. So uh, shout out to redemption, Isaac and George, good people, always took care of me. Even even now, man, with the whole the whole legal situation, <laughs> yeah, all, all those guys. <laughs> And who? <laughs> oh, I'm just throwing myself. Oh, oh and Jacob. Yeah, the, the three guys there. But yeah, they uh, they always welcome me every summer. You know, they, yeah. they, had, they had some great students. I was blessed to uh, train with some of the elites that came out of there. You know, um, Sean, Elizabeth, you know, and, and the guys I got now are fucking savages too, man. Oh, yeah. No, Dude, good Sean, if he puts his eyes on the UFC, man, he's there. Same with Clay. She does the same thing. She's there. So yeah, they can cool. go mangle anybody. They get it to the ground. They can mangle people. They just need some hands. Well, how, are how are Sean's hands? He uh, he punches like a wrestler. Lunges kind of like that. Everything pushes his whole body kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's like not the snap He's not isn't snapping. there. Yeah, but I, but it's like once what with everybody once they I get wonder if like people who like drum like drummers. Oh, 
That actually would be interesting. Yeah. Getting the, they have a natural rhythm because they're not they're not going to overcommit their bodies. They don't like overcommit like things and kind of like well, is the pop, thing, pop, 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 the pop. thing with boxers is, or I mean uh, wrestlers is they're like they get so tense in their shoulders. Yeah, and they got that, and so like and they try to push through everything. You know, they're so used to just using their strength. And it's like, dude, you're gonna hit me just as hard, but butterflies, twice as quick. Butterflies aren't yeah. like that. <laughs> butterflies aren't like that. Cool boxing with Jake, jujitsu yeah. with Curtis. I know. I was gonna say, yeah. If someone, if someone was interested, how would they get in touch with you? Uh, it's a club, man. It's secret. You gotta know somebody. You gotta know a guy who knows a guy. Yeah. But it would help if you want to know the secret. That you gotta show up at 7 p.m. at All American Training. <laughs> Try to come on. If you're coming for the first time, come on a Monday. Don't show up Thursday your first time because you missed the whole week of curriculum. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so if you're gonna show up and bring four kids that have never trained jujitsu, do it on Monday. Do it on Monday, and I'll take the whole family. By the end of the week, they'll be doing awesome. They show up on Thursday, I'll have class again until Monday. You don't even remember what you did on Thursday. Oh, that's the yeah. best. More than that, I mean, you might end up more discouraged than you ever should be because you started on a Thursday. Yeah, and yeah. And that's always back. And if that's I always slow the class down for everyone else on Thursday, they get bummed out. Yeah. Yeah, so that's my advice. Start on, on Monday. If you're gonna do it, start on a Monday. With anything, you know what I mean? Like, take a dance class, don't show up end of the week. You know <laughs> the I mean? night of the performance. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only way to show Speaking up. Speaking of that, jiu jitsu is too rough for you guys, my students. The dance school is right up the hill. <laughs> All you guys can plan showing up. Never mind. I'll do it alone. I'll do it alone. We do some dancey dances. Hey, it was good to see you. Great hanging out, man. Yeah. Glad I didn't disappoint. Always no, love awesome. <laughs> We have to do it again sometime. Like, when you're like, when you're just hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah. in debt, and you're, yeah, I'm <laughs> down, just, I'm you're down, just here crying. I'm down six Bitcoin right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>